0: Hello, forever family. My name's Shannon. I'm the recovery pastor. And I know it's been a hot minute since I've posted a message, but you know, to be honest, I've I've had a sinus infection, took two weeks to get over, and then I was finishing up my semester assignments because I'm attending Asbury and you know, then it's time to spend time with the family. It's just life got a little crazy there for a minute. But I wanted to touch base with you on this Christmas Eve. And bring a message to you that I know I needed reminding of. So I hope that it touches your life too. You know, this is the day, Christmas Eve, when we celebrate the anticipation of Christ coming into the world. Letting the love of Jesus be born into our hearts and our spirit again. You know, I pray that through this message you receive blessed gifts of just unconditional agape from God. Now, this message is actually from Luke 2, verses 1 through 20. Mm -hmm. And if I could give it a title, I think I would title it Qualified. So before we dive into this message, let's go ahead and lift our hearts to the Lord. Dear gracious, loving, and merciful God, on this Christmas Eve, as the light of your word penetrates our hearts, God, we just want to be reminded of the gift of life and faith as the glorious heavenly host echoes through our community and our world. God, we open ourselves to you and to your spirit and we give you thanks because it was through the birth of Christ that we were allowed A face-to-face moment with God in the flesh, with Emmanuel, God with us. God, as we dive into this message, whatever it is that you need each of us to hear, I pray that our spiritual ears are open, our hearts receive it, and may it change the way we forever see this season. We ask all things in the precious and holy name of your risen Son. Amen. So Luke 2, we're going to jump into, actually, verse 4. Let's start verse 4. It says, So Joseph also went up from a town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, a town of David, because he belonged to the house in the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for any more guests in the inn. There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flock at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shined around them. They were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all of the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth, lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company Of heavenly host appeared with the angels, praising God, saying, "Glory in the highest, glory to God in the highest heaven." And on earth, peace to those, whom His favor rests. When the angels had left them, they, had gone back into heaven, and the shepherds said to one another, "Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that's happened," which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off to find Mary and Joseph and the baby, just as they were told. When they'd seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said. And I love this verse, verse 19. It says, Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. <clears throat> you know, for for anyone who's been right there as a newborn baby's born. I don't know about you, but I find myself and I've seen others do this. They just look at this baby trying to just absorb every inch of this space and time because they treasure it. I like to think that's how Mary was. Starting in verse 20, it says the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Wondrous God of all creation, we come in this moment together. We worship you with beauty and wonder. We worship you to encounter the baby that you sent to change our lives, that continues to change our lives today. We hear the name Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, and we are in awe. We celebrate the night when you touch the earth with your unconditional love. Lord, touch our hearts, our minds, and our souls with that unconditional love. May we never grow tired of the story, may we never take it for granted, and may we always marvel in the magic that happened that night through the miracles that only you could do. We ask all things in the precious and holy name of your Son, amen. So scripture tells us, to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, Who is the Messiah, the Lord? Now, I'll be honest. We just finished our Christmas uh, Eve celebration at church, and this was the message I delivered to them. And they kind of looked a little shocked at me when I said, I have no intention of trying to explain Christmas to you. I do not think I can give you any more details that are revealed in Scripture. There's nothing else I can give you. I don't think I can explain it in any more depth than what we find in Scripture. You see, the gift of Christmas cannot be explained or understood through everyday logic, through rational mind and thinking, or different theologies or doctrines. It can only be experienced. And that's what I want us to do today. I want us to experience Christmas As the light moved through the world, announcing the coming of the Savior. So what I asked them to do in church this morning is I'm going to ask you to do the same thing. If you're listening to this with someone, I want you to look at them. I want you to touch them on the shoulder and go, qualified. Every single person that's around you, touch them say, qualified. And if you're listening to this and you don't have someone that you can say this back to, touch the screen. Say, qualified. Now, this might seem a little weird. But I want you to think about this. You've just received what the shepherds received that night. You've just received and passed the good news that the angels spoke. You just experienced the Christmas story. Qualified is the story behind the story. You see, this child we receive and celebrate on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, is a sign of God's qualifying us. God qualified you and me. This child embodied God's qualifications for all people. This child will spend the rest of his life saying qualified. You see, Jesus qualified the poor. He qualified the hungry, the weeping, the sinner, the pure at heart. He qualified those that hunger and thirst for righteousness. He qualified the peacemaker, the outsider, even the couple at the wedding when they ran out of wine. He qualified the leper, the prostitute, the tax collector, and the 5,000. He qualified the demon-possessed, the woman caught in adultery, Lazarus, the woman at the well. He qualified the centurion-servant the widow, the paralyzed man, the sick, and the suffering. He qualified Nicodemus. He qualified Mary, Martha, Peter, James, John, and even doubting Thomas. He qualified Judas, and he qualified you and me. Jesus is God's qualifier to us and the world. You see, regardless where you are, where you're from, what you're doing, what you have done, what you've left undone, regardless what is happening in your life today, you're qualified. There's nothing you can do to get qualified. The qualifier is the gift of Christmas, and it's unconditional. It is a pure gift. The qualifier comes to us as love and acceptance and forgiveness and it's always present. God's qualifier to you and to me always comes without an if, a when, or a why. God's qualifier, the Christmas gift, never comes wrapped in a transaction. You see, when we think about the Christmas story, we know the story of the shepherds. They were the least of these. In Jewish status, in Jewish culture, shepherds were the lowest of the low. They were the least of these. And the angel came to them. Did you hear what I just said? It was the least that became first. It was the last that became first in the kingdom birth announcement. They were qualified. We know the story of the Machi. Basically, they were the Gentiles of the kingdom receiving the birth announcement. They were the outside that was guided to the Savior by a star. It was the outsiders who experienced God face to face. Did you catch that? It was the Gentiles that were welcomed into the presence of God. It wasn't the Sadducees and the Pharisees that showed up first. God guided the outsiders To come be qualified. We know the story of Joseph, we know the story of Mary. They both were visited by kingdom messengers at separate times. But this became a test of integrity and obedience to God, God's will. Did you catch that? Our integrity is always to be protected and must remain in the will of God in order for us to be used by God to share the light with others. We were qualified just as Mary and Joseph were qualified. Now, all of this happened in in order to announce to the whole creation that God is with us, never leaves us, no matter how far away we may run or how far away we may seem. It's through the light of the world that we are qualified, redeemed, restored, and adopted into God's family. No matter what life throws at us, No matter how people try to label us, God qualifies us to receive grace. God does not love based on if you're worthy to be loved. His love is unconditional. God doesn't accept us based on we have to prove that we're acceptable. His acceptance is unconditional. God does not forgive after we change our ways and promise to never do it again. God forgives a confessed heart. God doesn't show up just because you said the perfect prayer. There is no such thing as the perfect prayer. Do you hear me? We confess our heart. Say, Lord, I ask you into my heart. His presence comes without conditions. He doesn't say that we have to pray with a these and a thou's in order for him to come into our lives. There's no prerequisite to God's qualified. That's the gift of Christmas Eve. God's unconditional qualified. It's offered to all creation. That's Christmas. That's what the child laying in the manger brings us. And that's why every year, Christmas Eve, we remember we come to remember and to be reminded and hear once again that God's never-ending qualified stamp has been placed on our lives. That's the song of Christmas, and I hope it plays every year for you, every day. Think about what it would be like if someone confessed their heart and cried out to God. And the heavenly host shouted, qualified, qualified, qualified. Think about that as it echoes around the world. I'm a visual person. So I think about when I'm stepping out somewhere. And if you're ever in Trustville, Alabama, you know that there's a cemetery that at certain times of the day, they play taps. And if I'm there when they play it, my world stops. And I listen. And I'm in a moment. Think about it. Someone confessed their hearts and cried out to God. And the angels proclaimed, qualified. What would it be like if you stepped out of your car and heard the voice of heavenly host saying, qualified. Qualified. So loud that the earth shook. And you knew in that moment that you paused because someone had just been redeemed. That's what the angels are saying when they say good news of great joy for all the people. I pray you understand that no matter what life throws at you, no matter what's going on, you are qualified to receive grace by nothing you can do on your own through Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Lord, on this night, no one's a stranger. Lord, we all join together as one family around this world. We're one family brought together through the miracle of the birth of a small baby, but yet that child grew up to make us all qualified for your redemption, your grace, your mercy, your forgiveness and your peace. God, let us share in in our joy and excitement of being in your presence when you reach down to touch this earth. God, let us reach out and touch each other's lives with that unconditional, qualified, qualified by grace so that we can honor you in everything we do. We ask all things in the precious and holy name of your risen son. Amen. Friends, I pray you have an absolute blessed Christmas. You know, God's love knows no bounds. Love came down to rescue us at Christmas. It's a love so deep, so profound that nothing will ever be the same again. Know that that love is here for you to touch your life, to heal you, to forgive you and make you whole. May you have an absolute, very blessed and Merry Christmas. And I pray that you go and walk every step with the peace of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Much agape, everybody.